Chapter 6 Magic Tutorial Sora and Kyrie fled from the training room as Axel and Yuffie began to scrap. When they had reached the end of the hallway, they both bent down, panting, before laughing hysterically. So, Kyrie said, wiping tears of mirth from her eyes, what do you think Yuffie will do to Axel? Sora straightened up, grinning, as he finally managed to get his own laughter under control. Oh, he said, she'll probably slice him into tiny bits before using his own flames to cook him. Kyrie began giggling as they started walking towards the entrance of their high school. That's Yuffie, she thought. It being the first day, they had f received really no homework and were ready to take advantage of about three hours of time before Kyrie had to be home. Before they could leave, however, an announcement came on over the intercom. Would all remaining staff please meet in the security room, said the, said the secretary's monotone voice. As Sora and Kyrie looked at each other with confused looks, a loud bang at the end of the hallway drew their attention. Yuffie and Axel were running out as fast as they could, each using the little nozzle at the top of the potion bottle to spray their wounds. Sora and Kyrie heaved themselves to opposite sides of the hallway as their teachers ran past. Before they got out of range, Axel turned and yelled at them while running backwards. You might want to teach the princess some magic for tomorrow, Roxas. Sora's face grew red, and watch out! Axel turned just in time to slam headfirst into a wall. Ow, he moaned. Yuffie ran back Yuffie ran back up to him and dragged him behind her. Kairi squealed with delight. I finally get to learn magic! She cried out, overjoyed at the prospect of learning what Sora had used to clean the gym not ten minutes later. Sora shook his head. Won't be easy, Kyrie, and you probably won't be able to do much tomorrow, so I'll teach you something else as well. Her eyes widened and her face beamed. So, she asked with a twinkle in her eyes, what are you, what are you teaching me? Sora grinned and cocked his head. It's a surprise. Yuffie and Axel ran to the security room as fast as their legs could carry them, each of them wondering what the staff meeting was about. You know, Axel said as they entered, you could have warned me about that about that wall, Yuffie. She shrugged. She huffed and shrugged her shoulders. Axel looked past the five other staff that j had remained in the school over to the headmaster, who was standing by a television screen. What's the meeting for, Chief? The headmaster, a short, stout man with jet black hair and a broom brush mustache, looked at Axel with intrigue. Funny you should say that, Mr. Axel, he said, even though his facial expression did not indicate one of humor. As this meeting is dealing with the tape our security cameras recorded during your last class. Axel and Yuffie paled. Yuffie laughed nervously. Well, whatever do you mean, Headmaster? He smirked at her and turned to his aide. Play the tape, he ordered. His aide hit the play button on the VCR as the screen began showing a clip from Sora and Kyrie's fight. A certain clip that contained Sora using quick run. Yuffie began sweating bullets, and Axel simply tried to keep his cool. As the tape carried on with the rest of their fight, and Sora's, using, and Sora's use of Magnega, as well as the few short moments of Yuffie and Axel fighting, Thank the stars there's no audio on that tape, Yuffie thought. The headmaster turned to look at the two weapons training teachers, while the rest of the staff stood dumbfounded at the now blank screen. So, he began, his gaze shifting between the two. How do you explain this? Yuffie began pulling her collar as she tried to think of up a, as she tried to think up of an answer. But Axel was the one. 
but Axel was the one was one step ahead of her. Well, Chief, it seems that Sora and Kyrie are the two most excellent combatants, probably best in the school, if I may be so bold to reckon. He said smoothly before continuing. And it seems to me Sora picked up some magic somewhere. Yuffie turned to Axel with a look of that most clearly expressed her gratitude. The headmaster was taken aback with how well and quickly Axel gave his answer, but he quickly masked his shock. That seems like a very good explanation, Mr. Axel, but how do you explain your scrap with a fellow colleague? Axel simply laughed. I said something that she seems to take offense to, sir, and she attacked me. I would like to say here and now that I apologize. Axel winked as he looked at Yuffie while she placed her hands on her hips with an annoyed expression on her face. If that'll be all, Headmaster, we must away. I have work that he's doing. Axel bowed and motioned for Yuffie to leave first before the Headmaster could recover. When they were in the clear, they started laughing. You sly fox, Yuffie said, punching his arm. You were really good in there. Axel grinned. I know, he began, his eyes glowing before shining in Yuffie's face. Who's your daddy? Yuffie backed away before answering with a smirk. You're not my daddy, but I will admit that you're awesome. Axel's grin slowly slipped off his face. I have to try and get that infernal machine to work properly, he said before stalking away. Go find that Riku kid, tell him what's going on, and ask him to come see me. I want this to be as authentic as possible. Yuffie sighed before skipping away. There's no sense in arguing with an insane pyro. So what's the so, so what's the surprise lesson? Carrie asked for what Sora had counted to be the fiftieth second time as they approached the beach. She really wants to know, Sora. Roxas said in the back of his mind. I know that, Roxas. Just give me a second. Sora stopped at the shore. Okay, he said. It's time to start your lesson. Carrie looked around uncertainly. Um, she thought. Practice magic here. She looked at Sora inquisitively, but his face screwed up in concentration. Suddenly, she saw a bright star in the blue sky, slowly growing closer and closer to where they were. Sora opened his eyes and looked at the star with a gleam in his eyes. He just—he turned to Kyrie just as she could make out the star was a, a was really a little blonde girl with wings, clad in a green dress. Your flying lesson, he finished with a smile. Carrie hopped up and down in excitement. Normally, she never got excited about things as Sophie did, but flying and magic really took the cake. Sweet, I get to fly, she thought loudly to herself. Carrie, keep it down, Naminé whined in her head. I'm trying to sleep here. Oh, so that's why you haven't been talking much, Carrie exclaimed. Naminé mentally winced. Yes, do you have any idea how much energy it takes to pin Roxas to the ground and force him back into Sora? No, shut up. Carrie, grin Carrie grinned and noticed that Sora was having a conversation with the pixie. Sora seemed to, to be trying to defend himself. Come on, Tink, can't you help us out? He pleaded. Tink gave a few chimes that sounded like bells. What do you mean, not her? I have to te teach Kyrie to fly. More chimes. You will? Great. Three more chimes. Okay, what do I have to do? Sora asked glumly. Tink gave seven chimes. Sora's face was one of shock. Pay for your what? Tink then angrily chimed like a storm. Sora hastily tried to calm her down as Kyrie giggled. Watching Sora haggling with her is funny. Okay, okay, fine, I'll do it. How much? Sora said with resignation. Tink seemed to think for a few seconds before chiming. Sora was astounded. 250 money? Fine. Okay, fine, take it. He said, handing her the money. 
Tink happily chimes something character to be thank you before flying over the duo, showering them with golden dust. Kyrie cutely sneezed. Tink took offense and quickly flew off, only stopping long enough to fill a box sore head protruded from his backpack with the golden dust. What was that, and what's the box for? Kyrie inquired. Sora smiled. Pixie dust, he explained, zipping the box back in his back. back, back box back in his pack. You needed to fly. I had to pay Tinkerbell to go on a trip to the spy in order for her to give you some. Carrie giggled as she, she wondered what length Sora would do to something for her. I hope he doesn't follow Riku and turn to darkness, she thought. Then again, that wouldn't be Sora. So, Carrie asked, voicing her concern, how do you fly, and won't people, you know, see us? Sora laughed and she looked skyward. There are quite a few clouds out, Kai, he said as he slowly began to fly off the ground. We'll fly just high enough so that the clouds hide us as we fly to the island. Carrie's eyes narrowed as she looked down at her own feet. They were still firmly on the ground. She looked back at Sora, whose toes were just skimming the sound. sand. Okay, but you still haven't answered my questions, she said, placing her hands on her hips. Sora frowned. Huh? That's funny. He said, plopping out to a nearby rock, resting his chin in his hand. What's funny? He pressed Kyrie, pressed Kyrie, leaning forward a little. I guess I've never really thought about it before, Sora said, before a eureka look struck his face. That's it. Just think of a wonderful thought. Harry's face melted from an inquiring one to one of ecstasy. Any happy thought? Any happy little thought? Yep, Sora answered simply with a smile as he started rising again. You like Christmas? Carrie asked, her eyes full of wonder. Sora smirked and flew a quick lap around Carrie and softly east and started softly sing. Just think of a wonderful thought. Carrie's closed her eyes. Any merry little thought? She began searching her brain for something that brought warmth to her heart. Think of Christmas, think of snow. Her mind settled on the boy flying on his back around her while sweetly serenading her. Sora thought, Sora, she thought as her feet slowly left the ground. She opened her eyes and started flapping her arms wildly, praying she wouldn't tumble to the ground. Sora grabbed her arm as she looked up at him as he was about two feet higher from the ground than her. His blue eyes were gently captivating her as, she, as he continued to sing. Think of sleigh bells, off you go. Kyrie shrieked as Sora started accelerating very quickly, bringing them up to the sky like they were just shy of a cannon, like a reindeer in the sky. He released her from behind a cloud as she st and started flying around Kyrie again. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Kyrie began laughing as she kept her mind on the boy circling with grace. Sora, she thought, you are something. He stopped rounding her and stood in front of her. Come on, Kai, he laughed. Just will yourself to go forward, and you will. She laughed at the absurdity of how easy it was, but decided to try it out. She spotted a seagull and reverted instantly to the little child wanting to catch it. Her body started going flat as she accelerated towards it, chasing it around the sky like a missile. Sora laughed at her antics. You think you want to practice some magic now? He, after she succeeded in driving the bird away, which took about ten minutes. She, she turned to him and smiled. Actually, she said, closing her eyes for a second as her keyblade appeared in her hand. Sora raised his eyebrow. Since her batch was interrupted, Carrie opened her eyes and got herself into a fighting stance. Want to go? Sora chuckled as the keyblade appeared in his hand. Air Combat 101. Prepare to be annihilated. Sora chuckled before flying like a bullet straight at Kyrie. Before 
She could barely block the slash that he threw as he was moving so quickly. As the clang of metal resounded through the air, Sora wove around Kyrie and placed the Oblivion Key against her back. Dead, he said with a grin. Kyrie turned to face him, slightly angry at how fast he won. Fine, she pouted, since I can't win due to your grossly unfair advantage. Can we practice magic now? Sora turned to her turned his back to her and began surveying the island, only to fear the cool metal of the tip of Kyrie's blade against the side of his neck. Dead, she said, giving a small giggle. Sora turned to face her. So that's the way you want it, he asked arrogantly, whacking her keyblade away with his own and pointing it at her neck. She playfully whacked the oblivion away with a clang. A few sparks flew off. They both smiled and started to playfully scrap. They, they slashed, blocked, and parried each other's blows, weaving, dodging, and circling each other on three planes. Sora artfully spun and quickly descended to avoid Kyrie's thrust. Before she could look down, he zipped behind her. Sora looked up to, at, with a smirk to see if she, if she knew where he'd gone, before giving a small gasp and averting his eyes, his face flushing. Why do they make girls wear skirts? He asked himself. Carrie heard his gasps and turned to him. You can't hide, Sora. She teased a smile on her face before noticing he wasn't looking at her. Sora, she asked, her arms crossed. Why are you blushing? Carrie then truly noticed just where Sora was in relation to her. Suddenly, Carrie became very coy. Were you, were you looking at my skirt, Sora? She asked a blush forming on her cheeks. It was an accident, Sora said exasperately. Her face beat red as Kyrie began descending to his height. I just looked up to see if he knew where I was, and well, Sora placed a finger on his lips and shushed him. It's okay, she said, although he wouldn't meet her eyes. We're very good friends, Sora. It's okay if you see if these things happen now and then, especially if we're flying. Sora sighed. Besides, she continued very coyly. It's not like you were walking on me as I was getting out of the shower or something. Don't think about that. Don't think about that. Don't think about that. Roxas, Sora yelled, his face hot. I'm going to kill you. Kyrie shook her head. What did he say? You don't want to know, he muttered, before quickly meeting her gaze and placing his keyblade on by her neck. Dead, he said, a twinkle in his eyes. Kyrie simply smirked as, and tapped her key, tapped him with her own keyblade. Sora looked down. Kyrie had tapped his, him on his inner thigh. His plate, his her, the blade resting about twenty centimeters from his crotch. Carrie left as Sora looks back at her stunned with stunned wonder. Looks like another draw, eh, Sora? Carrie teased playfully. Can we practice some magic now? Sora began looking at the island again. Race you to the tree with the star on it, she challenged. Sora looked at her with a look that said, You're on, before shooting off like a bullet. Sora, Carrie pouted before rocketing after him, constantly descending was slightly harder than Carrie anticipated, and it took her a few seconds and it took her a few seconds to get used to continually adjusting her altitude. Sora was waiting for Kyrie as she landed. What took you so long? He asked. She placed her hands on her hips. Hey, not naming names, didn't waiting for me. She said. Sora chuckled and put his hands behind his head. Hey, you want a race? He said playfully. His face became, then became more serious. Now about magic. What elements would you like to learn first? Kyrie put a finger to her chin and began thinking. What do I want to learn? It has to be good, but it also has to be simple. Sora's Magnagas spell was probably complex and way out of my league. What about fire? Harry's face lightened as she realized what she wanted to learn first. Well, fire's cool. How about it, teacher? 
Kyrie said playfully yet respectfully, yet respectfully. Right now, Sora was his teacher, and she was going to do her best to learn from him and impress him. His face, he smiled at her jest and took it all in stride. Now, Sora thought, how did Merlin and Down put it? Not finding an answer, he then thought about how he felt when he used magic. Well, he said, clapping his hands together, magic is actually pretty simple and isn't as complex as people think. It just takes practice and a bit of mental energy in order to use magic, he explained. While, think while the oblivion appeared in his head, it, it is easiest to channel it through a weapon, although if you're good, you can use, you can use it without one. The key, using, uh, the key to using elemental magic is to feel the element, to be the element. Once the element is yours to control, you can do anything with it you, you can put your mind to if you are capable enough. For example, with fire, you can create a ring with it, condense it into a fireball, making it into a firecracker of fireworks, or do something really cool that I just thought of. Sora raised his keyblade and po pointing at the beach. Fireaga! He yelled. Instead of fireballs or circling or fireballs shooting out, flames began to spiral from his keyblade towards the sand, for forming a corkscrew. Looking from side to side, you could, uh, you could see a corkscrew of fire heading into the sand. But Sora wasn't done. As the spiral of flames touched the sand, he let loose the second part. A raging inferno sprang forth from the keyblade from the oblivion's tip and filled the entire confines of the corkscrew. Kyrie's brow began sweating, not from the heat, as all the heat was maintained to within half a foot of the flames, but from sheer awesomeness of Sora's Fairaga spell. Sora broke his concentration and the fire died, leaving a patch of molten glass on the beach. He collapsed on his knees and panted for a few seconds. The exertion had somewhat drained him. Carrie knelt down and placed a hand on his shoulders. You okay? She asked. Sora stood up. Yeah, that wore me down a bit. He shook his head in his hand for a bit before looking back at Kyrie and resuming his lecture. Such use for a spell can ensnare enemies before burning them to a crisp. Remember, an element can be used in any appropriate way you can see, think of. It's all in envision. It's all envisioning it. You ready to have a go with fire? Carrie bit her lip nervously. She had never used magic before, but decided to give it a try. Her eyes became set as she nodded. Carrie looked at her keyblade before holding it in front of her and concentrating. She felt the fire inside, wrapping all around her, licking her arms with a searing heat. Feel the wind roar and fan the fire around her. Unseen to her, flames began to wrap themselves around her keyblade as she struggled to capture the fire and tame it to her will. Sora looked in wonder at her keyblade as he had never seen that happen before. The fire grew and consumed the blade as Kyrie struggled to grasp it. Finally, she felt it click. The fire. She held the fire to her by force of will alone. The fire was her element, and she was its master. The external flames melted into her blade before exiting through the tip, forming a fireball. When Kyrie could no longer maintain her hold, she let out a cry. Fire! she yelled, her eyes snapping open, revealing the fire within. The fireball shot out towards the sand, but Kyrie's aim was off. Instead, landed on a patch of grass, which quickly caught fire. What with the power of the, her sp fire spell, Kyrie collapsed. He thought, I need... Carrie collapsed on the ground, her energy spent. Before Sora could congratulate her or see if she was alright, he had to get the fire un under control before it was in an inferno. I need a new element, he thought desperately. 
Water, he realized. I need water. Sora closed his eyes pointing and pointed the oblivion at the blaze. He heard the sound of the waves pounding his ears. He felt the cool sensation of running water flowing over his body. He heard the war and smelt the foam of the great waterfalls in deep jungle. He tasted the salt waters of the oceans in Atlantica. Sora grasped at the raging river and claimed it for his own and snapped his eyes open. Water, he yelled. A geyser sprang forth of the oblivion's tip and rushed toward and rushed the spreading flames. Sora directed the flow at their base as he doused the trees and fought the flames back to the beach. A lone firefighter he was, only limited to in his supply by his me mental strength. But at last the task was done, he released his hold on his keyblade and let it vanish in a flash of light. Sora smirked. I have a new toy, he thought. He, he, turned, he turned towards Kyrie and knelt beside her, propping her up with his arm. She looked up at him and gave her a comforting smile. Are you, are you sure you never used magic before, Kai? He asked, offering her, offering her his hand. She took it wearily and came to her feet. Before she could steady herself, she fell back down. Kairi, he said, his voice quivering with anxiety. Kairi looked back up at him. I never knew magic takes it out. I never knew how much it how much magic takes it out of you, she said wearily. Sora smiled sympathetically at her. It can, Kyrie, he said. Both practice, your mental reserves and strength grow, and you can use magic much more often. Besides, that was a powerful fire spell for a first-timer. Kyrie smiled. You mean, she said slowly. I'm good? Sora chuckled. Better than good, he replied. You are excellent. The first time I used fire, my fireballs were only half that size. He looked at his watch. We better get. We better be going. You think you can? Ha you think you have the strength to fly? So Carrie shook her head. She was feeling too drained and consumed right now to do much of anything. Sora sighed and picked her up. Carrie held on to him with one arm, with one arm onto her keyblade with the other. They lifted off and high into the sky. Carrie looked at the beauty of the islands beneath her, then at her keyblade. Inside the metal, she swore could see the flames merrily dancing inside ready to come out when she called. She also noticed that it held a slight glow, and the deep red on the end had become a bright crimson, while the sandy gray had turned to, had turned to gold. The flowery tip was radiant, and the hilt was dimly shining. Carrie looked back down at the islands before speaking. I think I know what to call my keyblade, she said quietly to Sora as they began flying through the golden street lit during dusk. Sora looked down at Kyrie. What? Yes. Look, she looked into his eyes. Alan's fire, she said before letting it go in a ray of white sparkles. Sora landed on her balcony and set her down. Kyrie wobbled a little as she stood, but she grabbed onto Sora to steady herself. She looked into Sora's eyes again and felt her heart melt. My happy thought. Get some rest, Kyrie. Sora told her, but not without care. It's going to be a big day tomorrow. Before she entered her room, Kyrie gave, quickly gave a peck on the cheek. Thanks for everything today, she said before disappearing into her room. Sora didn't, stand, Sora didn't just stand in shock. He started floating as a smile was brought to his heart. Kyrie, he said to himself as he silently glided to the other side of the street to begin walking home. You are something. And that was Chapter 6, Magic Tutorial. I'm Anime Guy Kurosaki One. You can message if you want to be part of the story. You can message me on Twitter at Anime Guy One, or you can 
or you can find me on Skype at AnimeGuyKurosaki1. I'm, uh, and goodbye.